1: Welcome everybody to another edition of Life in the Fast Lane. I am Andy Lang from WagerTalk.com. And what a weekend we have ahead of us. Two very bettable races, two exciting races, lots of storylines in both of those. So we're going to get to those and we're also going to do a free bet at the end of the video. First off, like always, please put your comments. Uh, give me your picks below. Tell me who you like in the Formula One race. Tell me who you like in the NASCAR race. I always like seeing where everyone's head is at. And, um, uh, it, 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 always helps me out and I, I love going through all the different comments. Uh, we had a great week last week, two and oh, we're still at 63% for the season. We keep cruising right along, uh, having one of my better, uh, NAS- NASCAR and formula one years. And this week we have a 5% play. It's up right now. You can grab it on wager talk.com. I've only had three of these since I've joined wager talk and we've hit all three of them. So, uh, we've got a really good, uh, pardon the pun track record here. But along with the 5% play, it's going to include all NASCAR plays, all Formula 1 plays. You're going to get all the plays for this weekend, and my guess is we're going to have quite a few. Let's just do a quick recap of the, the, the NASCAR race in Nashville. So Truex wins the first two stages. Chase Elliott wins the race. Uh, brain was obviously a big issue. We had, uh, had the del- big delay. Hamlin and Truex were the best cars, make no mistake about it. Kyle Busch flew through the field. And Ross Chastain was really good. So we we have these rain delays. It changes the track. The Gibbs cars were by far the best. And then we have the green flag pit stops. Chris Buescher's tire comes off, throws everything into chaos. And one thing we've, we're, we're learning more and more data each race, but it's just becoming really clear that track position is more important than tires, especially towards the end of the race. These new cars are really, really hard to pass. And if you're running in the top seven and you come in and pit and you come out in 20th those new tires are just not good enough to to gain you any spots you're lucky to have a you, you have to have a good restart the, things have to break your way but we're seeing more and more that track position is more important i think moving forward we're just going to see less cars taking tires especially towards the end of the race cuz we saw it we saw it work out for some guys and then it really it really killed a couple of other guys so uh you know perfect example we had Christopher Bell top 10 as one of our plays he gives up track position uh, kind of early in the, the last stage, comes in for tires, and he never made his way up. He was top 10 all day. He gets back in 18th. I don't think he ever got past 18th. But then towards the end of the race, right before the checkered flag, we have another yellow, and he does not pity, stays out, gets the track position, and he gets rewarded with a top 10 finish. So if you're just looking for a really good example there, Christopher Bell, top 10 all rates takes tires, does nothing. Then the next one doesn't take tires. gets the track position. He gets a top 10. So I think that's going to be a theme moving forward, especially on some of these shorter tracks. And the road course uh, is is really hard to pass. We'll get to that here in just a second. We're going to go to the Ricky Stenhouse Award. This is the unforced error of the week. Uh, Also the craziest thing or the funniest thing. And we have a very clear winner. Some of the nominees, William Byron has problems with the tire. Rain delay, and then on the restart, he barely taps Chase Elliott, and his car breaks. He's out, comes back, but he's 38 laps down. His day was over. Uh, Corey LaJoy makes a horrible move, comes down on Alex Bowman and wrecks him. Alex Bowman comes over the radio and says, tell Corey LaJoy that he's a really good race car driver. So sarcastic and bitter. That was great. Chase Briscoe spins into Ty Dillon, takes them out, and then Christopher Bell coming out of his pit stall. He runs right into a car that's two laps down. That's always good. You know, if you're going to run into a car in the pits, at least (laughs) make it be a guy that's really close to your position. So, uh, Christopher Bell runs into a lap car. Thank God he didn't do any uh, damage. And then during the rain delay, Corey LaJoy hears about what Alex Bowman says about it. And he puts out a tweet and it's a picture of a t-shirt that just says really good race car driver which cracked me up. and cracked the announcers up. And this is by far the funniest thing that happened. Uh, Corey LaJoy and Alex Bowman are the winners this week. I <laughs> just LaJoy runs into Bowman. Bowman makes the salty joy, uh, puts out the t-shirt, a really good race car driver. Oh my God. Was that great? If it if it was inexpensive, uh, you, I might've been able, I might've bought it just to just as a novelty on Sunday. Cause I was bored. So congratulations, uh, Corey LaJoy, Alex Bowman, big winners on the Stenhouse. Right, let's get to the NASCAR race and then we'll get to the formula one race. So NASCAR race, they're going to race at road America. This is a classic iconic road course that pretty much every style of car has raced here. And, uh, this is the chase Elliott show last year. When they raced here, chase Elliott wins and it, he was in a tier all by himself. We'll go over the top five last year. It was chase Elliott, Christopher bell, Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, and Denny Hamlin. The one name that's missing there is Kyle Larson. Uh, if memory serves, I believe he got run off the, 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 track, but he was great in that race. So just because he didn't finish top five, uh, don't think that he had troubles with, you know, his car or the track or anything. He was really good. And just to showcase chase Elliott's dominance. So I took, the average finish of Road America, and then the the last two years of Coda, Sonoma, and Watkins Glen. And here's your top five, Chase Elliott, Ross Chastain, Kyle Larson, Ryan Blaney, and Denny Hamlin. Chase Elliott's average finish there is 2.7. The next best, Ross Chastain, his, his best average finish is ninth. So Chase Elliott is averaging a top three. Finish at all these, and Chase Elliott has won seven out of the last 16 road courses. It's just a dominating performance. Um, top threes, top fives, top tens are all going to be uh pretty juiced, but uh, we're going to revisit Chase Elliott here coming up uh with our free bet. So, um, you got to look at Chase Elliott and Ross Chastain, Kyle Larson, Blaney, and Hamlin, those are your top five on the road courses. Those are the guys that I would look at. I would also Be a little bit careful with this one and watch qualifying. The Gibbs cars completely missed their setups at the last road course. So Denny Hamlin's got a great average finish, but he was non-existent at uh, Sonoma. So when we're looking at qualifying and practice, make sure the Gibbs cars are not as terrible as they were last time. you got to believe they're going to make adjustments. But just a a little word of warning, I'm not going to get near betting any Gibbs cars until I see something in uh, the practice and qualifying. All right, let's take a trip to the Slipstream, and we are here for the British Grand Prix. And this is at Silverstone, another iconic track, uh, really, really fast track, always an exciting race. So a couple storylines that are coming in here. Mercedes are going to be coming in with some bigger updates. They've got some different front wings, rear wings, changes on the floor. Um, it's been well-documented. their porpoising issues. Hamilton says he's been dealing with uh, – little concussions, but they have high hopes. And even Christian Horner said that they, they should be good, but, um, I think they're going to need to really prove something. I don't think they're near Ferrari and Red Bull. They're probably better. I mean, the fact was last race, they finished up, you know, closer to Ferrari and Red Bull, but without the late caution, they were kind of far behind. And don't forget, we had the reliability issues, um, where Perez and Leclerc was, you know, struggling to, uh, make headway, but he came through the field and I just thought Mercedes were better, but not near Ferrari and Red Bull. So uh Ferrari says they're gonna have updates. Ferrari circled this race and said this is gonna be one where we're gonna take a pretty big swing for it. Of course Christian Horner from Red Bull says, well Ferrari's gonna be strong, you know, you know you got to look out for them. But in my mind, Red Bull and Verstappen are uh are pretty clear-cut favorites. The betting market says they're favorites. For a reason, and uh, don't count out Sergio Perez, who has shown uh, really good speed at times. And also, don't forget Red Bull; they got some revenge on their mind. You know, last year Hamilton and Verstappen touch on the first lap, and Max had to retire, and Hamilton goes on to win. So Red Bull, this was a, a pretty big race that had a really, really big impact on the final, uh, the final points battle because of what happened. So Red Bull is going to be wanting to come in strong. And uh I think there's just gonna be a lot of value on Sergio Perez really because you know, he had the reliability issue. Uh he had to start in the back and uh I, I think people are gonna overlook him. I still think Red Bull is better. So as long as those guys qualify well and practice well, um it wouldn't surprise me if if they're just gonna be the clear cut favorites going into the race. So pay attention to practice there. And let's uh, really take a look at practice one and two to see how fast the Ferrari and Mercedes are, if they've made any changes. And also we need to see if Red Bull is holding back, which they tend to do. But last practice session, they were really fast. Max, I believe, led the first couple of practices, which is different for him. So um, if uh, Red Bull decides not to hold back, we could get a really good view of can Mercedes and can Ferrari keep up with them? So uh, that the practice starts Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern time. So if you're an avid better like I am, make sure you keep your eye on those speeds. All right, let's do a free bet. I mentioned him earlier, and you know what? I just, I got to take Chase Elliott. There's different ways that you can do this. So Chase Elliott, I'm going to mention top three and top five. So on the domestic books, Chase Elliott is plus 130. I found another book that has him at plus plus one hundred and sixty. shop around. It's super important as I keep harping on. Um, but I I just don't see how chase Elliot doesn't finish inside the top three, unless there's an accident that takes him out of the race. This is a guy who is one of the few cars that can drive through the field. I mentioned how tough it's been to pass chase Elliot on a road course is one guy that I don't worry about. If he has a bad pit stop, if he has a bad qualifying run, um, you know, if he, if he gets run off the track and that, you know, there's no permanent damage on his car, He's a guy that can overcome mistakes, and if he doesn't make a mistake and he does qualify well and he gets out front, look out. I don't see, I don't see many cars being able to get around him. So I'm just going to make a bet before practice and before qualifying that Chase Elliott qualifies up front. Even if we just get him to qualify inside the top ten, I, th- I think this is a good one. And if he does qualify well and does practice well, uh, there is going to be no value in this. So if you think Chase Elliott, He's going to run away with this race or at least finish in the top three. Grab it now. Don't hesitate uh, because if he does well in the practice and qualifying, look out. You're going This plus 130 or plus 160 is going to be minus 130 and minus 160. So that's going to be the free bet. I don't do outrights. I uh, haven't in many, many years. I think the value has gone on those. So just as a personal rule, I don't bet outrights. He's the betting favorite. And I you never want to recommend betting outrights on the betting favorite. But if there is a time to do it, it's Chase Elliott at this course. And if you want something else that you can throw in different parlays, you can look at a top five at minus 145 just to give yourself a little bit of leeway. Like, oh, okay, maybe, you know, maybe he gets uh bumped a little bit at the end uh if they're racing really strong for the lead. So you can throw that in a parlay as well. But for me, I'm going to stick with Chase Elliott top three. That is going to be a part of the auto racing pack. That's up on WagerTalk.com. We got a 5% play three and zero lifetime on 5% auto racing plays. Don't forget to leave your comments. Give me your picks. Tell me who you like. And uh, this should be an unbelievable Sunday and a uh, very, very profitable one as we keep our momentum rolling and hoping to add to the auto racing pack this year and the auto racing profit. So uh, good luck. Let's have a profitable weekend. I'm going to see everybody next week on Life in the Fast Lane.
0: Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission... Join US Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov/careers.
1: Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry?
0: Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for chumba casino.